Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to listen to the best music podcast ever? ever. Available on six platforms: Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Store, Spotify, and more. You're listening to the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast with James Cox and Blake Mosley. Fell. Music Speaks interview. Hey, everybody, and welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast. I'm your handicapped host, James Cox. So, our next interview is with Maury Dark. Equipped with a baritone guitar and his deep, low voice, Maury Dark has, is an experienced musician and songwriter. Maury was born in 1978 in Turku, Finland. He is a singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, established musician, and professional visual artist. He has made eight albums and 500 shows in 25 years with different bands. Maury is known for five albums with metal duo Meistens. With that in mind, Dreams of a Middle-Aged Man is Maury's Dark's first solo album. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Maury Dark. Dreams of a Middle-Aged Man Are so hard to realize When the Harley handles other die. Hey man, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. <laughs> it's good to oh, see you. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So you're all the way in in uh, Finland, right? Yes, I'm in Turku, Finland, in my home studio right now. Nice. So, so we, you you are our first um, uh, guest from Finland. So we we do thank you for coming on the show today. Um, yes. Thanks so, for having me. Yeah. So. Uh, we're in a pandemic now, you know, obviously, hopefully it's over. So what uh, what have you been doing for the past almost a, a year with this pandemic going doing? on? Yeah. Yeah, well, I've been working with, with my visual arts project and I make public art for a living. So that's what I've been doing and and this album and music. So that's the main things I do. Right. And I have two and a half year old daughter too so oh nice that's always fun you know yeah congratulations on that thank you yeah so okay so um i've stated before you've um you you've been really busy over the past 25 years or so um i i, I just read you made eight albums and 500 shows uh that's yes. a lot of shows man um so did you start touring like after college or like high school or like when did you first start your music career uh about well i started playing drums at eight years old or seven years old okay 
like seriously playing in bands started in 16 years old in high school and uh then after then i have been doing it quite regularly right okay cool cool um so uh you said there was uh you were in high school bands right so yeah not really high school bands but we had friends from other high schools and we had right. our first band yeah yeah because um uh because i talked to past past musicians and they said that their worst bands were their first ever bands because they, you know they did they they just didn't know what to do oh um was that the case for you or was was everybody polished polished and knows what you know how to how to play their own instruments yeah we were kind of like learning the thing but we are really enthusiastic and so on and yeah learning to be better all the time and i think and afterwards i have listened to the demos we made we were okay at that time already right awesome 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 um so metal music is your uh i guess it's your go-to music um because you've had a band called the my sons and you made uh five albums with them uh, can you can you tell us about the My Sons and how it started and where did you meet your um your co-partner that that's in it because because there's two of you right there's there's two people in the band yeah it's metal duo okay they used to be bass player but not anymore okay yeah and so um drummers. right yeah <laughs> right so um so 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 how did you meet him or did you put put an ad in the paper and he and he called you or like 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 how did this band form well it started the in 2007 i think uh it was uh the drummer guy jaco or jay milton was then uh, i was playing with him in some other band and then i just started writing these kind of songs and we formed the band and there was bass players in the beginning but uh, then we made three albums with uh, Jay Muston, and then after that, the drummer background vocalist changed to uh, John Muston, Jussi Vuola, real name, who was also associate producer in Maori Dark album. Right. So it's 2016 was the last album we made, and now we have been sort of like keeping a break. Right. And okay. we don't know what happens in the future. Then, hey man, you might come back, you know. So a lot of great, a lot of great bands, um, you know, just take a break and then way later down the road, uh, you know, yeah. they come back in full force. So I hope, so I hope, so I hope y'all do, you know. Yeah, I think we will. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when you are in your other bands prior to Mustangs. Uh, why do you think you were best known in my sons? Um, was there not a pivotal goal of recognition in your other bands? Well, uh, we like you said, we made five albums and we made a loads of shows in Finland and Europe and had really good reviews all over Europe. And so it's been 13 years of Mustons, so right. That's what I'm best known of in here in Finland and Europe, but not in the U.S. so much. Right. We have some U.S. reviews also. All right. Yeah, because um, I I know that you um, you did uh, you did you did, you did an interview with I think it's a mini mini dog or something because I watched that before I 
I, yeah. I, 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 I met you, and, and he's a really good. Um, so I guess you're you're getting publicity everywhere, right? Not just Finland. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, it's easy to get music these days to right worldwide distribution. So yeah, the brand of Finland. We are a small country. There's 5.5 million people only Ooh, here. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I guess that's really small compared to the U.S. and, uh, you know, uh, other, like Canada and stuff, you know, because uh, it's... Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful country, right? Yeah, of, I think uh, yeah. there's a lot of, like, natural places like Lapland and right. so on. Yeah. yeah. Pure nature left in here. Cool, cool. So, uh, so you've been touring a lot, and sometimes you run into bad shows and good shows. Uh, what are some of your best shows that you ever played? Like, 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 like where nothing went wrong, everything went like grade A, perfect. Uh, like best show. Yes, best. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, always. Uh, when you go to tour, you play every day. And you learn the songs and the performance all all the time better. So the kind of the last shows on the tour are always the best ones. Right. So maybe some European tour shows. I can't remember exact shows. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because y'all did, did like 500 shows, right? And that's a lot. That's a lot to remember, you know? Yeah. And they get blurred when you right, see Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um, it's yeah. yeah, yeah. The spinal tap thing is real thingy. Hello, Cleveland. You don't know what city you are, you are in. in right, right. Or... Uh, yeah, because I think that, uh, well, spinal tap really nailed it because I, I, honestly, I've heard from, from countless musicians that's the way that um, um, musicians like this, they don't know where to go. They're, they're confused about what, what, what city they're in because they're drunk or they don't know. They just plain don't know. So yeah. I think, so I think, uh, Spinal Tap is a true documentary. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's kind of hard life when you, like, stay up to until five a.m. until everything is like unpacked and loaded, and then you go to sleep for a couple of hours and you wake up in some place early in the morning, and then you start driving to the next city. So there's a little, little of sleep right. on tour. So yeah. That's why you're confused all the time. Yeah. Uh, so with uh, many subcategories of metal, um, what kind of metal? Like like you have like dark metal, death metal, uh, doom metal. Actually, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, what what subcategory would, would would your metal music be considered as? More more like a rock side or more like a thrash metal side? Yeah, I think it's like a blend between heavy rock and doom metal and uh, gothic metal those yeah. are the main three the things main, the main three yeah um yeah because there's uh there's there's i i know that uh your um your your solo album um uh dreams of a middle-aged man was i think was produced by the guy who produces or or i'm, I'm sorry mastered Mastered by the guy who did uh, um, some some Metallica albums, right? Uh, yeah, it was mixed by this guy Heli Helesma who was done right. 
yeah. him and Apocalyptica and bands right. like that. Yeah. He's mainly done metal, but he's like really, really good in doing singer-songwriter stuff as well. Right now, I'm not sure what what uh, mastering and mixing does, um, but knowing that he uh, mixed and mastered metallic albums, did he kind of guide you in the way that you said, "Oh, okay, well, you know, it, it needs to sound like this to make it sound a, le- a, a little better," or did he just? Master the master the album for you. Yeah, well, uh, uh, you mean the solo album? Yes. Yeah, the solo album was mas- it was mastered by Vlado Meller, who is in the US- USA, and it was mixed by Healy Hilatma. Mixing is kind of blending the different instruments together in right volume and right sound, and mastering <laughs> is making it like sound good in every device you listen to it. Right. And this was one I've done worked with a lot of professional mastering guys, but this Vlado Meller guy, he was absolutely the best I work with. He like usually you have to go back to the mastering once to make some small changes or so on, but he like got it right away. Right. Yeah. And it sounded really good the end result. So your uh, solo album just released on uh, December thirteenth of this of last year. Hey, twenty twenty one, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So it came out in tw- in twenty twenty. Um, so what made you want to? I I, I know you said that the My Sense is 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 not a band for for um uh, no more until later on, but. Did you like really want to get back into to uh to making music? It's like okay, well, I've done countless albums with bands. I want to I want to try a solo album. Was that your 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 train of thought? Well, I've been doing music and songs for like twenty five years, and writing songs is something. It's really hard to explain. It's a part of my life, and you kind of comes naturally you can't or you shouldn't force it into anything and these singer songwriter type songs started coming out because i had a lot of life changes my i got i break up from my girlfriend and my mother died and then wow. i got married and had my first daughter so nice. there was a load of things happening yeah. and small midlife crisis as well Right. So that kind of changed the way I wrote music, at least for a while. I don't know what yeah. happens next. Well, uh, it's it's funny that you mentioned me like crisis because I watched the uh, um, Dreams of a Middle Aged Man video, and and that's that's a really uh, beautiful video for me to um, watch because I think that what I well, what I gather is. Uh, from the video, is is the father is going through like a semi midlife crisis because he's letting his daughter go. Yeah, that's is, exactly. Okay, all right, good. Oh yeah, did I get it right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you got it right. Yeah. So, um, was this whole album um based on what you went through in the past, or was it a, an album that you just thought, hey, this might be a good storytelling album that you that 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 I could put out? Well, it's kind of the songs were written between 2016 and 2019, so it's kind of focuses on that what happened in my life during that time, 
and it starts from the breakup in uh, the first song poison woman right and a bit bitter moods and my mother is getting cancer treatments and things like that it's not exactly written on the song but that was what happening in my life at the time mm-hmm. and then really good things started happening i met my future wife and we got married and exactly 364 days later when my mother had passed i had my first born daughter oh so mm-hmm. it really made me change the way i think about life and some really nice and happy songs came out and with stories and i thought about the past thought about the future and the whole life kind of turn around and then when these kind of things happen you kind of get into a really really honest writing mood right and you really sort of like understand things that you haven't understood before about life yeah 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 um i i read that you're what 41 or 42 right now 42 i'm almost going to be 41 i I turned 41 on tuesday i don't think you're going through me like precious are you yeah, I think um <laughs> oh no kind of constant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it comes and goes, but yeah. I've been doing it like since thirty years or something. Oh yeah. Yeah, because uh well I guess the midlife crisis would be I don't know, would it be considered considered fifty years old now? Because people live a lot a lot older now, you know, they they tend tend to um uh pass away in their hundreds, you know, because 'cause I've heard like 99 and 100 years old they tend to live so i don't think we're in our midlife crisis right now are we i don't know yeah <laughs> it might be only 10 years yeah <laughs> right yeah. yeah cool um so metal music and 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 your solo album i i i i want to say it's a, like a folk um storytelling album yeah that's exactly it so there are they are two completely separate things. So yes. what, what so what made you go from metal music, you know, hard and heavy, to like a yeah. storytelling kind of folk folk album? Well, this storytelling type of music is something that I've always listened to. I've listened to a lot of Johnny Cash American recording right. albums, right? And Leonard Cohen, Nick Drake, Neil Young artist like that and it really came out naturally i i was kind of surprised myself that i was started to write these type of songs that i haven't really written before right so that's the skeleton of the song with acoustic guitar and vocals Mm. and small things around that yeah all right so um so so uh, most uh, storytelling albums are kind of uh, like a dark to light, lighter side of music. Um, your yeah. album it goes goes on the um, darker side of music because of your baritone guitar and your and your deep voice. Yeah. Um, did, so did you plan it to be a dark album from the get go, or did you like sway back and forth whether it's going to be like a like a fun little storytelling song? Or you know, I just want to go like a little deeper in in my life and tell that. Yeah, uh, well, probably the first thing that sort of defined the album was my vocal range because it's starting to go on the bass range, 
and I drop my guitar tuning to B to B, so it's baritone guitar, it's really low tuning, and the album sound started to go darker and darker. Yeah. It's not like a, it's, it, there's also optimism and happy things on the album, it's not that dark. But the mixing engineer, I was always, when I recorded it, I was thinking, am I recording it too dark? But the mixing engineer went a bit further and made it even more dark. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's really pleasant to the ears because it's so like kind of seventies type sound. Right. And and, and and what what's what's really more pleasant about that is 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 the is the sound of your baritone guitar and your voice really complements each other really well. You know. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Good. Wanting to note there this uh, vocals are very very loud on the album. It's mixed that way that everything else is really quietly on the background. Right. So the lyrics get a lot of focus in there. Right. So I think it's your second, uh, your um, your second single called "The Thin Line of Understanding." It's also out on the album. Um, it's number eight on the best songs of twenty twenty radio, uh, the the indie radio. Um, what was it like for you to hear that news? That, that, well, I, heard, I heard it yesterday. It was uh-huh. really surprising and happy it's thing really cool. to hear. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know about it that it was there playing. Right. These are happy surprises, and I hope that a lot of people find my music because it's really hard to get new music to new ears these days. Yeah. Even though there's internet and it spreads <laughs> easily. But there's so much of stuff being released. Yeah, yeah, it's get, getting through the noise, like they say. Right, right. Is um, is this the first al- album that you did that that's been released under the MTS management with Michael Stover? Yeah, it's actually released on my own, own label, Eluka okay. Arts. But um, Michael Stover is my pr- promoter and manager yeah. for now. Yeah, it he's... was really lucky that I met him in the internet. Yeah, yeah, he's really great because he helped me out with, with a lot of, a lot of uh, interviews. So I'm really grateful for him and you being on the show with with us today. Um, yeah, being in a multi instrumentalist, um, how many uh, how, how many instruments do you know how to play, like very well, uh, or or just play on your own? Because now uh, you mentioned the drums and the guitar. Yeah, those I would say that I play. Those are your main two. I play very well drums and guitar. Okay, yeah. those are like the only instruments. But right. then I play also piano and keyboards and okay. yeah. bass and whatever. Right, whatever. Adequately to get it recorded on the album, but right. Yeah. So, uh, going back to the guitar, um. So, do you re- do you re- remember your first guitar ever, and, and and do you still have it somewhere? Yeah, I have it. I it's a old classical Yamaha guitar. I bought it from a friend, really cheap, and I still play it. It's like a lot of guitars have gone, and and I have bought a lot of guitars after that too, but a lot of them are sold, but I've kept the first one because classical guitar, it's different with the nylon strings and right. really nice guitar. Cool. And all the guitars have like different songs in them. Right. That's why it's good to have many. 
when I was watching one of your my son's video um, packages, um, I noticed that you had a. I, I want to say, not you didn't play with a metal guitar, and I was playing that to you. Yeah. Uh, most um most people or or, or most metalheads consider. You know, like a Gibson SG, you know, Angus yeah, Daniels guitar, uh, the Dimebag Daryl guitar, or um, James Hetfield Explorer as metal guitars. Uh, when I saw you playing with that, I don't know what it's called, but it has like an F hole in it. I was like, like, yeah. like a really, I don't consider that, that a guitar, but I'm like, wait a minute. The guitar doesn't make the music, the music makes the guitar, right? Yeah, it's semi-hollow. It's Gibson ES350T. I think it was used by Muddy Waters, if I'm correct. But it's semi-hollow, It's so it's jazz guitar, basically. But yeah. you can get all kinds of sounds from it. It makes really good distorted guitar and can play all sort of music with it. And right. I've always like liked semi-hollow guitars and always played with them. And I... I don't know how to yeah. do it otherwise. Right. Yeah, because um. Yeah, I'm meant to say that Gibson SG makes really good heavy metal sound, but it makes only one sound. So. Right. Yeah. Much more versatile guitar, right. semi hollow. Yeah, the only person that I've ever seen, well, 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 I've seen a lot, but I've been on YouTube in the past few days, and the only person that I've seen with the with the semi hollow guitar is a uh, Ted Nugent. Yeah, and that's I, right. And that cat just wails on it, you know. Any one thing that 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 kind of sound comes from that guitar, but it does, yeah. you know. That's a really great sounding sounding uh, guitar. So yeah, I think uh, he has Gibson. I'm not actually sure. It's Gibson ES one seven five or Gibson Birdland. Right. I have similar kind. I played it on this album. Uh, on Maori Dark album, all the electric guitar parts are play, played with jazz guitar as well. So you make all sorts of music with that yeah. guitar. Yeah, because I think you're right. You, you you know you can play with any kind of any any kind of um, genre of music you want, and it just sounds perfect. You know. Yeah. So one thing it does have like it has really nice kind of feedback or sustain sound like you play like you're playing a violin or something yeah right <laughs> i don't know if you know okay. what i mean when you put it close to the amp it starts singing and it really it's really musical kind of yeah yeah singing. okay yeah so i so i just have one more question for you um okay so as you know um we are the wind words film music speaks and i can't that can't be truer to to the ear um, is there a song that you have heard that you can't explain to anybody else? It, it just moves you in some, in some, in so, in, in some way that you can't really explain it to me. Yeah, there are a lot of those kind of songs, and I think every song you hear is kind of individual experience that you can't share with anyone exactly how you feel hearing that song but the first thing that comes to mind is the end by the doors yeah you can't really explain what happens there in the song now that's a really powerful song you know yeah it's an amazing song and amazing recording and four guys in the studio recording it live right yeah and if 
And if Jim Morrison was, was was still with us, you know, who knows where how how far they would go, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so you can find Mori Dark on at Instagram at Mori Dark Music, or Facebook Mori Dark Music. Also, is a uh, I I guess that's the whole that 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 that's her standard um handle. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah. And uh, the best uh, from my website, mauridark.com, there you can find all the social medias and Spotify and cool. things like that. Cool. Well, it was a real pleasure talking to you. Um, we do, uh, uh, we do uh, appreciate you coming on solely because I know it's at least uh, like 12 p.m. <laughs> where you are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and it's like 5, 12 p.m. here. So, yeah, you got, yeah. I got to... I got to get you to bed, right? <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So thank you very much for coming on and hopefully I'll, we'll have you back sometime soon. Yeah. Thanks so much. It was fun talking to you. Sure. All right. No problem, man. Thanks. You've been listening to the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast. Stay tuned for more and thank you for listening.